and welcome to Jag Bags, a discussion of all things pop culture. I'm Mike Beyer. And I'm Len Foot. And welcome to the program. You are listening live. From- <laughs> oh, I just was scared out of my wits by the incredible crowd. Uh, we've we got a lively crowd lately. And oh yeah. Uh, the home studios in Woodridge, Illinois. And tonight we are talking about the life and the music of one of the more underrated uh, musicians of all time, Steve Winwood, but yet a remarkably successful one as well. We're going to talk his work, his solo work, as well as his stints with the Spencer Davis group, with uh, Blind Faith and with Traffic. Um, and uh, as well as his monumentally successful solo career, will uh, new bracket is coming out, and we're gonna find out how many Steve Winwood fans there are. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super I'm, curious about that. I'm a big. It fan. might be. I might be the one vote on the uh, playing round. Yeah. Right. Maybe you'll vote. I don't know. You know. Uh, well, let's get right into it. Uh, I mean, my first memory of Steve Winwood was uh, while while you see a chance. Me too, because that was a pretty popular song. Yeah, and that was when I was first like kind of like discovering FM radio. I was mm-hmm. pretty little. I think I was like eleven years old. Yeah, nineteen eighty. So, so, you know, there are certain songs that like stick out at me, like there was. Um, uh, for example, uh, REO Speedwagon, your all-time favorite band, uh, Keep On Loving You. That was big. Uh, there was While You See a Chance by Steve Winwood, also big. There was Waiting for a Girl Like You by Foreigner, also big. And uh, just to name a few, April Wine, Just Between You and <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so, and then back, and then all of Back in Black, like that, mm-hmm. that, that record was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that was one of the first kind of like, I was like, oh, I'm cool. Listen to this song by, who's this guy? Steve Winwood. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Why You See a Chance. And, uh, <clears throat> and, you know, I didn't really know too much about him. I liked Arc of a Diver, the yeah. single, but I really didn't like, pay too much attention to him until and I think that was my senior year in high school or maybe junior year in high school when back in the high life came out and that album was a monster mm-hmm. escape him he was huge huge yeah. and it was the time where if you had an album you pretty much released every last song you could uh, yeah. from the record and all of them you know hit top 10 um so, and all my friends really liked it. And uh, so we saw him in concert on the High Life Tour. So did I. Um, and uh, that was a great show. Great show. And then uh, I remember thinking, like, when he put out Valerie, remember that song, Valerie? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Winwood, this is the perfect song. Steve Winwood in yep. Do No Wrong. You're talking about when he re-released it right yeah it was a re-release yeah i like it. i like that better than the original me too 
Yeah, I love I love Valerie. And then he put out he Roll it, With It. He did it for Chronicles, his greatest hits collection. That's right. Yep. And then he did Roll With It. Like the exact same Winwood timeline. I think so. And then what did you think, think of Roll With It? Of what? Then what did you think of Roll With It? I liked it, but yeah, not as good as... I mean, my favorite Winwood album is Ark of a Diver, so... Yeah. And <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. Right, right. We'll right. get into it. Because we're gonna talk about his album. I kind of gave up on but, yeah, my first my my timeline is the same. I remember hearing while well, you see a chance. And I always think while well, you see a chance was later. I always thought it was like 83, 82, 83, but it's not, it was 80. Right. But in my head I was older, but I wasn't. And I'm like, oh. that's a great song. And I'm like, Ark of a Diver, that's a great song. So I was curious about him. But I, I got to college and I had a few music heads and they were like, I was like, yeah, Steve Winwood, I love Roll With It. And they were like, um, you do know that he played organ on Steve, on Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child. Uh, <laughs> oh, sure, I, I, knew, I knew that. <laughs> the, the, like, why don't, you, why don't you learn of a band called Traffic? Cool. But that's when I found out, oh my God, he was a, it was a musical prodigy. Yeah, but it's it, what I was thinking about today, Beeb, it was like reverse Beatles for us. Right. Because me and you both also, I think, we got into the Beatles first before we started listening to their solo stuff. True. But Steve Winwood, for whatever reason, we didn't know all his other history. Right. All these other things that he did. Right. So we got into his solo work first. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, yep. You know, it's interesting, too, is that I saw him a second time here at the Chicago Theater, and uh, he played like Higher Love and nothing else from that 80s. Uh, well, he played wow. Ar- I think he played Ark of a Diver, but it was all yeah. his 70s, all his 70s stuff. I mean, that just must be where oh, he played all the traffic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. That was a great show. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see this bracket. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of a guy that you're like, oh, yeah, Steve Winwood. But um, it's always like it kind of belongs to like that 80s sheen, even though, you know, he's also wrote like two like standards, like give me some loving and I'm a man. Like those are, those like, are both amazing songs. Yeah, those are like rock, you know, every rock band learns those songs. Yeah. I <laughs> They just used it in, I think I'm a Man was in the Minions movie, one of the Minions movies. Yeah. But, all right, let's, let's get into the bracket. Okay. My bracket, which will be coming up in a couple, well, by the time you hear this, it'll be in full swing. Right. But. Let's do the guess the one seeds challenge, which Beavis has been pretty good at. Okay. So this is just based on just overall popularity. Not really popularity. I, I try to pick his four signature four signature songs. They're all I think they're all pretty popular. Okay. All right. I'm going with uh, Higher Love. Yeah. 
I'm going with while you see a chance. Is that right? No, I gave it a two seed. Okay. Uh, Even though it's my favorite. I'm going with Give Me Some Lovin'. Give Me Some Lovin's a one seed. Uh, I'm going to go with The Low Spark of High Heeled Boys. No, that's a three. That's I don't like that song at all. I love that song. Oof. Um, did you say that is not a woof? song <laughs> as far from a wolf song how about dear mr fantasy i love that song oh. dear mr. that is a two i'm guessing all the two yeah you're right on it well you got you have two of the one seeds you got two more how about i'm a man i'm a man's also a two i think you've got all the twos now okay what about uh well what about roll with it i yeah i felt like i didn't initially i didn't want to make roll with it a one seed but it was number one for four weeks <laughs> yeah, like, all right i gotta do it i don't think it's gonna win or anything but no i felt obligated to make it a one seed okay what about can't find my way home there you I'll... go you got him you got him there you go can't find my way home roll with it Higher love and give me some love. But I could have, I mean, I could have made any of those two seeds ones also. Um, it's a pretty top heavy one for songs people will know. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I kind of was laughing doing the playing round because I was like, is anybody going to know these songs? <laughs> because I have 40 songs and I think. Originally, I, had, I probably had like 32 or something, but I was like, I really like these traffic songs. So I'm going to. It's going to be whole. Expand it a little bit. It's going to be a hole in my shoe versus sea of joy. And yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's time to uh, immerse yourself in traffic albums. Because um, uh, there's a lot of good uh, traffic albums. Um, yeah, they are. I listened to them all recently. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love the Low Spark of High Heel Boys. That whole album's great. I like uh, Dear. I liked Mister Fantasy, and I like uh, John Barleycorn Must Die. I found, I found worthy stuff on all that, all the Traffic albums. Yeah, I added stuff to my playlists. And not the ones we're, we're doing tonight, but like my general Winwood one. There's a, there's like the most, I think the, their most recent one, which was Traffic, which was like 94 or something. They had like this random reunion one. There's a couple of good songs in there. There's one called, uh, let's see. Give me one sec, Beef. It. Memories of a rock and roller. You know that song? No. It's off one to Eagle Flies. Okay. Something new. And then stuff like Shanghai Noodle Factory. 
<laughs> Something's got a hold of my toe. Withering tree. Many a mile to freedom. All these good songs I discovered listening to these traffic albums. You know what I didn't realize is that they also wrote the song Feeling All Right. Yeah. Well, it's- Dave Mason did it, and then he basically quit. He's like, here you go. Bye. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's best known for the Joe Cocker version. Let me give you an example of a playing. <laughs> oh, God. All right. How about this one? This is an eight verse of nine. So I'm going to begin with these. Seven verse ten and eight verse nine matchups is the play-in. So we'll we'll pick one of the songs you mentioned. Eight seed Spanish dancer, Steve <laughs> Winwood's solo against like Hole in My Shoe. I'm going with Spanish dancer. Yeah, I like both those songs, but will people know those songs? Probably not. <laughs> so you may have to put YouTube videos for each of them and just say, "Hey, <laughs> a little work." <laughs> That's not going to happen. So I'm hoping somewhere out there there's a few people that know traffic at least. I mean, once I get to the regular round, I mean, everybody knows his big hits. So I, I think we'll get, you know, I don't think it's going to be as popular as some of my other ones. It'll probably, you know, maybe we'll get 10 votes or something for once we get to higher love against something or can't find my way home against something you know then 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 it'll get going but <laughs> i could see empty comments on some of these <laughs> let, me, let me give you one more beef just for fun here here's a good one okay these are both traffic songs Forty Thousand headmen versus paper sun oh but i'm going with paper sun yeah that's a great song but i like Forty Thousand headmen too but i would probably vote for paper sun i mean that's so british uh That title. Uh, I mean, do you know anyone that's like, yeah, traffic? I'm the that's, that's what I want. I want to talk about that too. But well, let's let's put that in when we start talking about his underratedness. Let's bring that back up when we get to that. Okay. Since we're deep in the bracket here. So let me ask you this. What do you think is going to win? I think either Arc of a Diver or While You See a Chance. I could see either of those win. It's really... That's my guess. It's really tough for me to judge this because I don't really know any Woodwood fans. (laughs) So I might make it public. Please don't. Anyone. Steve is the only one voting. That that could be good. Does does Bruce like Steve Winwood? Uh, I don't think so. I know that uh, Kirk. Well, uh, Kirk does right. Yeah, Kirk uh, has been known to enjoy Steve Winwood. Yeah. Uh, although he, um, yeah, he was a fan of uh, Back in the High Life. Yeah, and I think he was. I don't think he went with us to see him on the High Life tour, and I think he was pretty PO'd about that. So we yeah. may not, we may be opening up a wound. Mm-hmm. I was not, I was not in charge of the tickets. Uh, all I have to say, yeah. <laughs> I cannot be blamed for that. What one. is? Well, I guess we have to make sure it's in the bracket. But what what's the kind of a sleeper that you're rooting for? 
Uh, Sleeper. I like Empty Pages. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. I think that's a cool tune. That's playing round. Yeah. That goes up against Slow Down Sundown. I like Empty Pages. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm rooting for Dear Mr. Fantasy. That's a good song. Yeah, I don't think that's a sleeper though. That's people know. You know what? That was in what Marvel movie was that? Was that in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh might have been, yeah. I was trying to tell Henry about that today. Um well he was so Winwood was also, let's see. So uh the Spencer Davis group had a bunch of hits. What what were there? I only put three Spencer Davis ones in there. Yeah. The two big ones, and then I put back into my life again. Also, they also uh, keep on running as a num- was a number one hit in, in the in the uh, UK. Um, yeah, I didn't put that one in there. He was like fourteen or fifteen. That's crazy. And his his brother Muff was also on bass guitar in the yeah. Spencer Davis group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that when I did the put it on my 500 favorite albums. The oh, very really? best. Oh, really? Oh, it's an end game, Mr. Fantasy. It oh, was an end game. That's the Marvel movie it was in. There you go. Yeah, so people know that song for sure because like everybody in the world saw end game. So Mr. Fantasy might do really well. It might. And people, and then, you know, can't find my way home. That, that's got a shot. I love that song. I would love it if that one. That's definitely got a shot at winning. Yeah. And you figure back in the high life again was gigantic mm-hmm. with people in our age group. So who knows? Maybe there's pe- people out there that were like us and really like that album and will like higher love or. Back in the high life again, or or win. Did it's a nice, it's an interesting battle though, because you got. I mean, each each of his little, um, the three bands and his solo career, they all got a big song that has a chance to win. Because you got the two huge Spencer Davis songs. You have "Can't Find My Way Home" for Blind Faith. You got Dear Mr. Fantasy for Traffic. And then you got Higher Love, Roll With It, Back in the High Life for his solo career. Well, plus, you know, well, you see a chance, Arc of a Diver. So he's got a lot to choose from. Right. Once people get past the, I don't know any of these songs, what is Len doing? (laughs) But I wanted to do it. I wanted to show the uh, appreciation for Traffic. Plus that, that Blind Faith album, I love. Did you put any uh, uh, songs from his last album, that Nine Lives? I think it came out like about 10, 15 years ago. No. That's a good record. Yeah. No, I like I, I like pretty much all the stuff, but I didn't. Yeah. Like I'm going to limit it to, to I, like I said, I originally had it at 32, and it would have been pretty much almost all songs people know. Um, I was like, I gotta add some more traffic. I like I I would I would vote for Dirty City. That's the one with Eric Clapton. That's a good mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Um, 
I was I was listening to that over the weekend. I was like, this is a good album. It just kind of like it's the after his peak, let's ignore it, which is what happens. Yeah, just kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, even though they're good. Happens all the time. Yeah, nine lives. That's a good record. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think that um what what about your uh what about your top uh what about your 45 minute uh playlist? Well, I want you want to do the albums first then finish. Oh, you want to do the albums? albums? Yes. Actually, one more thing about the bracket, I'll give you my sleeper, which will not probably get any votes. Okay. <laughs> one of my favorite Winwood songs. Do you know the song Vacant Chair? Uh no. It's off his self-titled album. Great, great song. But it'll probably be completely ignored. I put it in a play and round. Um well I wonder if uh um yeah now did you put any um uh now did you put any like um he re-recorded a lot of his greatest hits like in the live uh, version did you put anything from there on it? No, no, no. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um well I I uh is there a song you like do not want to like if if it's back in the high life versus roll with it for the championship? <laughs> That'd be uh, a little dis actually I like back in the high life pretty much. Roll with it, I'd be a little disappointed. I don't hate roll with it, but yeah. I would be a little disappointed if it that was the if that made the final. Back in the high life, not too much. What about Don't You Know What the Night Can Don't You Know? Same kind of thing. It's like that song's all right. I wouldn't. Care. I don't want Low Spark to win. That's the one I don't. Uh-huh. I, what's wrong with that song? It's just pointless. Yeah. I remember when I went to the uh, Back in the High Life tour concert. I'm like that song came out, and I was just like, <laughs> "Well, you've got a long break. You can go to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can talk to some people." I think I the last two minutes. Yeah. But everything else, I, I mean, for the most part, mm-hmm. I love Steve. I love Steve Winwood. So I always laugh. <laughs> I was laughing listening today because for all you Jagbags listeners, B and Beeve were uh, trolling somebody on Facebook once by quoting Steve Winwood's and one of them was freedom overspill. So I was freedom. listening to freedom overspill today. I kept laughing. <laughs> but that's a good one to spell out in all caps. Freedom overspill. Freedom overspill. Yep. Uh, well, I like Higher Love and it's Shaka Khan. And, uh, you know, he comes from an R&B background. Which, well, we're going to get to that, I guess, because it'll be on your playlist, right? Your favorite Steve Winwood song? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do the albums then. Okay. Why don't you go first? So mine are pretty conventional. There's going to be zero surprises, but my favorite are the Blind Faith album. They only did one. Um, And self-titled. Are you doing it in order or are you going one to five or five to one? Oh, um, I was going, so my, so fifth, my fifth favorite, I'll go in order of 
So my fifth favorite then would be John Barleycorn Must Die. Mm-hmm. My fourth favorite would be Back in the High Life. Um, my third favorite would be The Low Spark of High Heeled Boys. Um, my second favorite would be Blind Faith. And my favorite would be Ark of a Diver. Yeah. My, the only two I have different than you are, I put Roll With It fifth. Mm-hmm. I like Roll With It. We talked about that in the recap. That made my, one of my 500 favorite. We did. Uh, fourth was another one we just talked about. Best of the Spencer Davis group. And then That's Back in the High Life was Back in High Life 3, Blind Faith 2, and Arc of a Diver 1. But part of, a lot of that is because I knew songs by Traffic. Mm-hmm. But I never, I think I listened to, I had Low Spark of High Old Boys, so I knew that a little bit. Right. But there are other albums I didn't really know that well. But after listening to them, I want to go back to them and listen to them more. <laughs> so, you know, 10 years from now, the list might be different. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Can we talk about Ark of a Diver? Because I think that's our both of our favorite. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of uh, so Robert Christgau, our favorite um, music critic. I think Wikipedia pays him because he's quoted in every single Wikipedia music article. Yeah. This is what Chris Gow has to say. He said uh, this album is more of a like British international uh, groove, and ultimately it's lulling. Called it lulling. <laughs> which uh, I thought was pretty funny. And, uh, but I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's more of like, you know, yeah, it's kind of like, I guess, contemporary. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it is pretty moody and I, it's definitely, you know, soft rock. Um, but it's, de- it's definitely got a, a bit of a bite to it, you know? And um, it's definitely, not just it's it's far from bland. I oh guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pleasant, but it's like it's also like, um, you know, he's got a great voice, and um, you know, it's it, 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 yeah, it's I guess it's like atmospheric, I suppose, and so there's I guess there's elements of prog to it, uh, elements of like R and B, um, you know, synth pop. You know, all rolled into one. Um, and it's, it, it's I don't know, it's not as like overly commercial as back in the highlight. No, I mean, but, you know, it's got Night Train. That song's seven and a half minutes long, which is a really good song. Love Night Train. Even, even Why Does He a Chance and Arco Diver are both over five minutes long. Those yeah, aren't commercial. Those aren't explicitly commercial songs. Right. They turned out to be. But they weren't planned. People just happened to really like them. Spanish Dancer. That's a good song. That's six minutes long. Yeah. The whole, every song's good. I, I really, I love this album. I got it on vinyl. Listen to it all the time. It's going to be very, very high up on my list. Very good. Yeah. What's funny though, so, so you go Ark of a Diver, which did really well. And then talking back to the night, you almost forget about. 
the album, mm-hmm. which is a decent album. But neither one of us, me and you, we we didn't bring it up at all. I put I put talking back to the night and help me angel in the bracket. Yeah, even but though Valerie, Valerie, I put the later version. Yeah, Valerie's on there, but just did. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's and I think that like he figured out like that whole kind of like um, you know kind of like pop. Uh, kind of like sheen and i think it's probably because it was recorded in new york and um you got a few uh like uh you know i'm sure engineers to help him out and give it a little more i don't know oomph to it yes yeah, exactly things like there's something they they figured it out yeah needed a little more muscle to it and it turned it into a great song mm-hmm. yeah yeah so back in the high life is yeah, I mean um talking back tonight's like that little album squeezed in between his two huge successes. Two big hits, yeah. Even though it I guess it did well in the US, but it doesn't have the staying power of um the other two. Uh I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um I'm just I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading uh, back Park Putterball. We haven't brought up Park Putterball beef. Oh, we called <laughs> Talking Back to the Night. Talking Talking Back to the Night for the most part is a bland, easy listening electro pop rut. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Not not uh not too kind. The reviews were not too kind of Talking Back to the Night. Yeah. I think it's decent. I think it's decent. I mean, but, but I'm a big Steve Winwood fan, you know. I think he stumbled onto, you know, the right, you know, formula with Back in the High Life. Yeah. And then he almost overdid it a little bit with Roll with it. I think he was like too much of a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think I you know Chronicles you know Chronicles is an interesting too because he kind of basically was trying to you know redo some of the like oh no we screwed up valerie so i'm going to re-record it yeah uh you know we screwed up vacant chair from my first album we're going to re-record it um we're gonna we talking back to the night um mm-hmm. you know he 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 re-recorded that yeah he amped that up too mm-hmm. so and i think he like re-recorded a few uh, he re-recorded My Love's Leaving, which I'll get to, and Wake Me Up on Judgment Day, which I, I think it's interesting that he put those both on Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like major hits, but then also like new remixes. Yeah. Um, yeah I, mean, kinda- just, I mean, you make that much money, your record company goes, all right, just do whatever you want. Right. And we can sell this. We can... These songs are great, and we'll just give it the old New York Power Station uh, treatment, and we'll have more big hits. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sort of worked. Um, I remember talking. I remember hearing "Talking Back to the Night" a little bit on the radio. Yeah, I think that's not as good. Uh-huh. Well, let's talk about. Do you agree with me that he's underrated? I feel like he's not the first 
uh, person you think of uh, when you talk about like great, you know, stars of the seventies and eighties, sixties, sixties. Um, I definitely feel he's a little overlooked, but I he's got like great songs. I mean, I had no trouble making up a forty-five minute playlist. And like one of the first things you said today, which I also discovered, he played organ in Voodoo Child. He joined Spencer Davis Group at fourteen. Yeah, he's got all these. Like I said about the bracket. Got all these songs spread out from different decades. Got the 60s, 70s, 80s. Just songs, I feel, a lot of these songs, I feel like we're going to hear forever. And he's an outstanding musician. He's an outstanding organ player. Yeah, they they said, okay, <laughs> just crazy. For, for traffic, lead vocals, keyboard instruments, guitars, bass, percussion. Yeah. Like every he he the McCartney comparison again. He's like he's a genius. I didn't realize and he's got the best voice. Yeah, his voice is amazing, and I didn't realize what a like outstanding guitar player he is. Um, I, I didn't realize that with the guitar. I mean, I thought he was mainly keyboard. Yeah, me too. And he can he can do everything pretty much. He really can, and write songs. And so, yeah, he I mean, all. even if even if he was only involved with "Can't Find My Way Home," that alone. Well, th- yeah, just if he was just a. I mean, think about that super group um, that Blind Faith was. I mean, that was. I mean, what a what a lineup that that was, and you know, just what um, you know, Clapton's like, yeah, man. You need to be in my new super group. And uh, I mean, I mean, Clapton's not going to just ask anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I feel like, uh, I mean, that, that album just kind of imploded, or that group kind of imploded. But um, that just speaks to how well, you know, he was, it speaks to how well he was regarded in the music scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a... I love that album. Agreed. Well, all right. Well, all right. <laughs> see, see a joy, which you said. <laughs> you mentioned. Love that song, too. Yeah, all of it. Uh, that whole that whole record is, is great. Um, and, I mean, I like Back in the High Life, but that's the only thing he ever really got recognized for, because mm-hmm. Higher Love won Record of the Year. And so he's in the Rock Hall, but he's in the Rock Hall just for traffic. Right. He should right. be in for himself. He may he may yet get in. He should be in. Yeah. The guy's done everything. I mean, I, and traffic. I mean, I'm a big music fan, but I didn't I didn't know traffic that well. I feel like maybe traffic was on the radio a lot. Right before I started listening to music, and then it kind of lagged. Maybe I—I I mean, I probably knew like "Dear Mr. Fantasy" and "Little Spark of High Heeled Boys," but some of these other good songs, I think, were probably kind of get dropping off the airwaves when I started listening to music a lot. Yeah, the stuff like um, "Paper Sun" and the songs that are really good. 
but they'd never, I don't think they didn't stay. They didn't stay in these FM playlists. So I was, I was kind of surprised by that, that he's only in for traffic. I mean, you think about it, um, you know, I mean, what other artists, there are not many artists that are signed to a major label at the age of 14. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, he said later, like, um, the Chris Blackwell, who founded Island Records, said he was he, he was really the cornerstone of our label. Mm-hmm. And because he was such a musical genius and he was with our uh, our label, all the other talent wanted to be with us, too. And the, and the guy was like it, their first single was released uh, he, 10 days after he turned 16. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And when he first started playing on stage, I guess they'd have him stand on his back to the audience because he was so underage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's had an amazing uh, career. And so I feel like he has. And he didn't, he didn't ever destroy himself either. No, I don't think that was. Who, who gets famous at 14 and is fine. He's fine. Yeah. At least we think he is. I mean, I haven't sat next to him at liquor box and had a conversation with him, but well, you know, Len, I have no, I have not. <laughs> uh, he never he never takes my uh well he shows up there's uh, no there's no Steve Winwood scandals. Maybe that kind of hurts him. Could be. Again, the mythology thing. There's no mythology. don't I mean except for being a 14 year old who started his career that way, there's nothing heavy behind him you know what i mean there's no tragic events in his life he just is a guy who who loved making music who loves making music right that that can hurt you (laughs) it's like all right he's been around forever and never got in trouble (laughs) yeah it's um yeah he really is pretty you know he's lived a quiet life you know, that, that way to never like really, um, I think probably cause he was just, you know, too into the music. I think that's yeah, just, which is, which is how you should be. Yeah. Yep. Um, should we move on to our playlists to wrap yeah, it up? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. All right, here we go. My ultimate steve winwood playlist this will be uh this is what you bust out at parties <laughs> um, all right here we go bacon chair which we talked about yep can't find my way home great the valerie remix excellent while you see a chance perfect my love's leaving the original version i that's on mine too arc of a diver Yes. Paper Sun, Rock and Roll Stew, which I don't think we mentioned yet. That's a great song. I love Rock and Roll Stew. Wake Me Up on Judgment Day, also the original. Yep. It's funny that those were both on my (laughs) playlist. Of course, the finish up. Well, not the finish up. Freedom Overspill. (laughs) And... 
per Jag Bags tradition, Fire in the Twilight by Wang Chung. <laughs> that makes a Steve Winwood playlist. Yeah, I mean, I don't count it as the 45 minutes, so. Yes. I put that at the end of all my Jag Bags playlists. Fire in the Twilight, Wang Chung. Yes. Uh, so my 45 minute playlist starts out with Day Tripper by the Beatles. <laughs> then we go right into Empty Pages by Traffic. Uh, Can't Find My Way Home by Blind Faith. Um, I did Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Mm -hmm. Uh, then I did, uh, Split Decision from Back in the High Life. No, that's a good one. I love Split Decision. Uh, then I did I Had to Cry Today from the Blind Faith album. Jam. Total Jam. Mm -hmm. Can't believe that wasn't a bigger hit. Um, uh, and My Love's Leaving. That's like the most underrated song on Back I remember Kirk saying he loves that song too. Great, great song. Um, and then finish up with Ark of a Diver, which like Ark of a Diver is kind of like My Love's Leaving. Like it's like that's those that's like Winwood at his best, you know, where it's sort of like it's like sophisticated, kind of like funky, you know, you know, kind of seductive, kind of you know, half ballad, half. Um, you know, kind of groove. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not, it, it's a weird kind of mix, but like kind of like sophisticated as well. Like it's thinking man's R&B. Like I'm going to go enjoy a Michelob. I mean, well, right? I mean, Winwood took a lot of heat for doing the Michelob ads. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I oh. named one, I named the regional where Roll With It's the One Seed, the Michelob regional. Don't you know what the night can do? And you're pouring a Michelob. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I mean, he should have like done, he should have done like a, um, uh, he should have signed a deal with like Grey Goose Vodka. <laughs> Some sort of wine, you know, red wine or, you know, a wine cooler even. Um, something that, like Michelob's so like trashy. Something you could clink some ice cubes in. Yeah, you know, you're having a dinner party and you're on a rooftop and you can see the city. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe there's string lights and you're and you're listening to Ark of a Diver. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, that's the kind of like, you know, vibe. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, at, that's at when that's like post like eighties. That's like post traffic Winwood at his best. Yeah. Um, and I think I finished with while you see a chance. Yeah, we're 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 in pretty much agreement on when Yeah, but if I if I if I was at that party and I put on like um, you know, uh don't you know what the night can do, like people would roll their eyes and maybe <laughs> or the finer things. <laughs> I like the finer things. I like it too. I like the, I like all of the back in the highlight. I think it got overplayed, and I think that's what kind of I love. It, yeah, it did. It got overplayed, and it's slick. Mm -hmm. I love. It. It's good. It's good. I mean, <laughs> the 
it's just the lyrics. It's like for some of the songs, some of them are pretty straightforward, but freedom overspill is just kind of nuts. <laughs> but the organ <laughs> on freedom overspill. Hey, it would be a good idea. Let's just keep saying freedom overspill in the chorus. But the, or- but the organ on that song is pretty great. No, it's a good song. It's a good song. But I'm saying it's not like a, hey, this one will be a hit. No, no, no. It's not as slick as, like, Take It As It Comes or Finer Things or Back in the some High of the other ones. Yeah, even Back in the High Life. Freedom Overspill is more of a outlier on that album. It is. Yeah. And uh, um, so I think that, uh, and, and, you know, I, th- I also think it got overplayed a little bit back in the high life, that album. Oh, yeah. I think I heard, uh, again, I think I heard every song. <laughs> Except for My we Love Season. That's probably why I like it the best because I heard it the least. That's, yeah, that was probably the one you did hear the least. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, I, I would guess that's the reason I like it the most. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these are, these are good. And it was tough to leave out some of, it was tough to leave out some other Winwood um, tracks. Um, like, like I could have put any of the Blind Faith from that. Yeah, whole album. Whole album. I could have put that whole album there. And uh, me, that album in Ark of a Diver, every song. Yeah. Paper Sun, uh, Paper Sun, I could have put in there. Uh, you know, like, a, yeah, a good traffic song we haven't mentioned is Glad. Oh, right. I was, I was jamming out to that today. That's a really good one. I mean, I like uh, and Rock and Roll Stew. I could have put that in there. That's great. Many a Mile to Freedom. That's a great song. Um, Hidden Treasure. I really like Hidden Treasure. Yeah. Hidden Treasure's in the bracket. Every Mother's Son. Yeah, Traffic had some great... Um, I mean, they go not, deep. They uh, go deep. They really do. Yeah. Um, so I think that... Uh, um, yeah, I, you know, we'll find out if there's... Uh, We'll find out if there's a lot of traffic fans. Just uh, be ready to vote on Thursday because the plan rounds only one day. So you at least vote. So at least I have one comment on my plan round. All right. Let's do some 80s pickets real quick. All right. All right. And this is 80s. Well, we'll do the whole thing. Okay. Steve Winwood or Peter Gabriel? For 80s or for their whole career? Let's do okay. Let's first let's do eighties. Steve Winwood or Peter Gabriel, eighties only. Boy, I have to give Peter Gabriel a slight edge. I think I would too, just because they both have, like Ark of a Diver is great, and so is what Peter Gabriel's Melk album I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I think so is a little bit better than back in the highway. I agree. I think. Plus, he has security too. Security's good. Uh, he just did. He had more quality albums in the '80s than 
It's pretty close though to Steve, me for me. Steve Winwood, really, if you think about it, I mean, he well, he had what four or five. He had Arc of a Diver, Talking Back to the Night, and uh, Back in the High Life, and Roll With It. Roll With It. Roll With It's decent. Right. But yeah, Peter Gabriel gets my vote. All right. Uh, okay, 80s only. Uh, Steve Winwood or Paul Simon? Steve Winwood. So you pick Steve Winwood over Paul Simon? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, 80s output only, Steve Winwood or uh, Bill Collins? Steve Winwood. And what about Steve Winwood or Genesis? 80s only. Steve Winwood. You pick Steve Winwood over Genesis? Yes. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, you might be. Yeah. See, Genesis and Phil Collins are saying to me they, there's so much variance. Right. They have some great stuff, and then they have some terrible stuff. Right, right. I don't think for me, Stephen Wood does anything terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you to do Steve Winwood versus Mike and the Mechanics. We're not going. <laughs> we're not going to go there. Love Mike and the Mechanics' first album. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Love that album. Uh, is that is that first album? Do you do you prefer that or Back in the High Life? <laughs> uh, Mike and the Mechanics. You would pick Mike and the Mechanics' first album over Back in the High Life by Steve Wood. Yes. That's how big of a fan you are. I know. I really like it. Let's go. Okay, this is <laughs> this is fun. So Back in the High Life came out in 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's compare uh, Back in the High Life to other. So we did, okay, Back in the High Life or Graceland? Graceland. Okay. But I picked Steve Winwood over Paul Simon because I think Graceland's like the really one only impactful Paul Simon album in the 80s. Yeah, I mean Graceland is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal record. Okay. Um Okay, we're going to do uh Back in the High Life or REM Life's Rich Pageant. I need to let me look at the track list for that. For life's yeah, because REM, I like REM, but I ne- I get confused over what album's what. So let that's me... the one that had Superman on it and Swan, Swan, Hummingbird, and begin. Let's begin again. Yeah. Martin Luther's end. That's a well. I think that's a pretty good album. I'm gonna. Oh go... yeah, fall on me. Fall on me. Yep. Love that go with man. I still man. It's that's a pretty good album. That's a pretty good REM album. Cuyahoga is a good song. That's close. All right. While you think of it, I've got another one for you. Okay. Back in the high life. All both were put out in 1986. Back in the high life or Elvis Costello, King of America. I think the problem with the last the last two you asked me is yeah. I know back in high life again backwards and forwards right I lo- I like King of America a lot and I like Life's Rich Pageant mm-hmm. but I don't think I've listened to him even close to the amount I listened to Steve Winwood album right it's kind of hard to pick I mean I know I really like King of America. 
Well, let's let's go. Let's just break it. We'll, we'll pick Elvis Costello for that one, and we'll pick Steve Winwin over Ariana. Okay. But that's they're hard. They're hard picks. All right, a couple more. Uh, back in the high life or Madonna, True Blue. Oh, Steve Winwin for sure. Uh, okay. The last, uh, all right. How about back in the high life, Steve Winwood or control Janet Jackson? Oh, back in the high life. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of Janet Jackson in the past couple of months. Cause we did the Jackson podcast and I realized I like, I'm more of a Janet Jackson singles listener i think than albums right all right final one this is a no-brainer back in the highlight steve winwood or look what the cat dragged in <laughs> winwood <laughs> ah, how dare you sir mm-hmm. um all right that was like the biggest selling album of 1986 was true blue by madonna yeah um, I don't know where. Now I know that. Um, I know that back in the high left was triple platinum, but I don't know where it ranks all time for the year. We can, we can find that out. Um. Anyway, I'm trying to look at True Blue real quick. I mean, True Blue had like four big hits. Yeah, see, it's got two Madonna songs I don't like. Actually, three Madonna songs I don't like at all. La Isla Bonita. How dare you? By the way, that's on my 45 Winwood playlist, La Isla Bonita. (laughs) I forgot about it. I don't like that. I don't like true version of that song. Just give me a minute, Beef. Give me a minute. (laughs) I don't like La Isla Bonita. I don't like True Blue. I don't like Where's the Party. But I love Live the Towel. Mm-hmm. And I like open your heart and Papa don't preach. So I like uh, open your heart. Yeah, live to tell is a great song. Live to tell is my favorite. La Isla Bonita has always been an automatic change for me. That comes on. Nope. <laughs> we didn't talk about, and I know uh, Kirk Pinchon's answer to what was better. Uh, back in the High Life, Winwood or Rapture by Anita Baker. Oh, he'll say Anita Baker probably. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Well, we didn't. There's a lot we didn't get into, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, 86 was a great year for music, but Winwood was right up there. Maybe. Well, we got a couple minutes, right? Can you pull up 1980? How about we compare Ark of a Diver to a few? Okay. Since, since we both love Ark of a Diver. We both love our, uh, let's go 1980. Um, all right. Okay, here we go. Ark of a Diver, Winwood, or Zenyatta Mondada, The Police. I love. I really like Zenyatta Mondada, but I, I put Ark of a Diver over that. Arca Diver ahead of that. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> I got one for you, Beef. Okay. Double Fantasy or Arca Diver? That's hard. 
I'm going with Ark of a Diver because there's no Yoko on Ark of a Diver. I go, I'd go Ark of a Diver too on that. Yeah, I think I think there's just too much filler on double fantasy. Although, you know, the like the the big hits um probably favor double fantasy. Um okay. Peter Gabriel's uh Melt, I believe that's Melt, that's 1980, or Ark of a Diver. Yeah, Melt would narrowly beat it out. Because I love I love Melt. Okay, what about Melt's uh, one of my favorite albums ever? Yeah. I got one for you, Beef. Okay. The River versus Ark of a Diver. Uh the River. Well, you're a huge Springsteen fan. Yeah, I think the red's pretty easily. I was just listening to the river and uh yeah, that's like that's a double album, and it's really strong. I think it's just more great music for your for your buck. And for my eighteenth birthday, I got a union card and a wedding card. Oh, I got a good one for you. Can I give you another one? Yes, Glass Houses versus Ark of a Diamond. Good one. That's hard. Not for me. Oh, oh. And I like glass houses, but Ark of a Diver for sure. All right, here's one for you. Uh, I don't know if you know this album. I love this record. Uh, Ark of a Diver or Pete Townsend, Empty Glass. Both great. Yeah. I actually, oh man. That's tough. I'm going with Empty Glass. I might say empty glass, but I got to check because they're both in my top 500. <laughs> so I wonder what I put above it. Right. Those are both fantastic. I, lo- I love empty glass. No, I got How about um, Ark of a Diver, uh, Steve Linwood, or The Gap Band 3 by The Gap Band? Ark of Band. Oh, you don't even know the greatness of the game. <laughs> All right. Here's this is kind of um this is kind of uh tough to compare the two. Ark of a Diver, Steve Winwood, or Women and Children First, Van Halen. Ark of a Diver. Over women and children first. Yes. Unbelievable. Nope. Here's uh Okay, here's another one. Ark of a Diver or Departure by Journey. Oh, come on. Ark of a Diver. <laughs> Getting a little... That, was, that wasn't even tough for you. No. I, I like Journey, but I'm, the only Journey album I love is Infinity. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm going through... Let's find out what Rolling Stones top uh, albums of 1980 were. We love Rolling Stone. Um, and I'm just trying to click on what they thought was the best album of the year. And it's, mm, here we go. Um, well, here we go. Well, we already covered, okay, David Bowie, Scary Monsters. Or Ark of a Diver, Winwood. Ark of a Diver. Um, 
the Pretenders uh, debut album with your favorite song, Brass and Pocket. Um, Park of a Diver. Yeah. All right. ACDC's Back in Black or Ark of a Diver? Ark of a Diver. Over? Oh, wow. <laughs> Man. Okay, last one. Uh, talking Heads Remain in Light or Ark of a Diver? Ark of a Diver. I'm going with Talking Heads. Yeah. Um, well, these you are good. Would. <laughs> <laughs> Do not disparage talking heads. No, I like talking heads. Yeah. Those were those are good. So uh I didn't do the Clash London Calling versus Ark of a Diver because I know what you'll pick. Oh, you know what? In my 500 favorite albums, Empty Glass is four notches above Ark of a Diver. That's how close. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the same, kind of like 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 there's a there's a there's it's muscular, but there's like a pop sheen to it. I love Empty Glass. They're both they're both just great. I mean, I've listened to both of them tons. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a tough pick. Yeah, this was fun. But my fight, but my favorites too, remember B is like, what did I listen to a ton? So there might be an album I like now, but I never I haven't listened to it that much, but I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not gonna cheat and go, oh yes, I have always loved, you know, like some of the Stuff I've listened to in the past few years that I've discovered. I'm not going to cheat and put that like near the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, like an album that you remember as being, you know, I've loved it. I've loved it so much. And then you listen to it again and how much time has gone by. Ten. Yeah, I wonder if any, if that's going to happen at all for any of these. We'll see. That's the fun of doing it, though. Yeah. I honestly have not listened to Back in the High Life in full, probably in about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have it up really high in mine. Because I know I, I listened to it a million times. Back in the High Life? Yeah. I, yeah, and I mean. Blind I, Face, Blind Face up there really high too. Yeah. I had Back in the High Life on cassette and listened to the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. And, um. And uh, probably wore it out, but I didn't even buy roll with it. Now that I think about it, you don't enjoy a nice Michelob with a distinguished man. You know, uh, a a sophisticated (laughs) Brit with the collars. You know, he was kind of a fashion guy too. You know, Winwood. Those pictures of him, and he'd have the jacket, the oversized jacket with the hair, Mm -hmm. kind of longish. He's a good-looking guy. And uh, you know, with the you know, like with a collared shirt, and usually with a wine glass in his hand or whatever, he was he was sophisticated. He was kind of bright, yep. very um, kind of sophisticated. Brian Ferry's doesn't seem accessible though. Brian Ferry's kind of the weird, sophisticated. Like anything could yeah. happen. Yeah. With Winwood, there's going to be a, a supply of Michelob on hand. <laughs> um, and uh, Steve Winwood will pull on a chair and regale you with the stories of being a 14 year old wonder king. So that's right, that's right. And uh, and he'll maybe maybe he'll have a little organ that he'll just like play a little some songs on while oh, he's here's what I'm working on. Yeah, what do you think of this? I'm a man. 
what's on the docket for next week? Oh yeah. Uh, it's been confirmed. Our Bob Seeger debate debate. Two of our previous Jag Bags guests. Oh man. Chris Markham will be pro Bob Seeger. <laughs> Chris Markham's been on our show for Grateful Dead and Elvis. Yep. And Colin was with Colin Milroy will take the anti Bob Seeger side. Colin was our guest on our Stephen King podcast. So they're both going to duke it out, and Mean B will referee. There's going to be blood. Seeger debate there next will, on Jag Bag. There will be blood. <laughs> Duh, that should be a good one. That Do not be. assign that to Alex B. I will not assign. No, Alex. Alex will Ron be, Ron will be good for that. Yeah, Alex will be in charge of coffee. Good. Well, Somewhere say he makes. I'd rather coffee. he was somewhere else, but you I guess. know he makes good coffee. I don't drink coffee, beef. You know that. Well, then you can uh, you can uh, d- direct him to give coffee to uh, anyone who may need it. Ron, Ron will be uh, in charge of you, and then, well, you have Morg and Franklin Sampson because you're so. <laughs> uh, Morg might not be available. Oh, surveillance jobs. We'll see. We'll see how Bruce behaves this week. <laughs> and, and Franklin Sampson, to be honest, Franklin Sampson has been deliriously happy since his nephew signed that contract with the Cubs. So he's not really been the professional he normally is. But I'm oh, very happy. I'm very happy for him. He deserves it. Yeah, he deserves it. I guess we'll have to get into trouble again to uh, snap his mind back into. No, no, no. I'll no. Send... <laughs> I'll send Alex to Seven Eleven to uh, just get me a pop, uh, and uh, Franklin will be needed. Once Never send time. Alex to Seven Eleven. Just on the street. No. My my daughter's on a ginger ale. Alex, we'll get uh, two liter of Canada Dry. Good night, everyone. <laughs> well, while we wait for Alex to come back in a cop car, uh, I just want to say, please subscribe to us. We are uh, available on uh, most platforms where fine podcasts are found. Please give us a like. Please give us a subscribe. Please write us a review. Make it hashtag jagbangs. Tell a friend or five about us. Your kind words are our best and only form of advertising. Uh, We are also on the social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out there. Give us a like there. Give us a comment. Suggest a show topic. If we we like what you typed, uh, we will get you a Jag Bags t-shirt. Be the cool person on your street. Christmas holidays are coming up. What if you showed up wearing a sophisticated dinner jacket and a Jag Bags t-shirt underneath? Oh, you will walk home with phone number. Mm-hmm. You will, people will swipe up on you. So, um, so drop us a line and join us next week. Check out all of our episodes um, and tell us which ones you like best. Tune in next week for the Bob Seeger episode. And when you're ready to listen, Put a little jag bags in your ear. <laughs>